0: Welcome, one and all, to the Parkinson's Recovery Radio Network. I am Robert Rogers, the founder of Parkinson's Recovery in 2004. We provide information, support, and resources to individuals who currently experience the symptoms associated with the diagnosis of Parkinson's disease. I am thrilled to be able to have my guest today, who is the chief executive officer of a company called Violite, located in Toronto, Canada. vialite has been a true pioneer in developing devices and photobiomodulation um, devices that are helping people with many different kinds of challenges celebrate symptom relief. Dr. Lim, thank you so much for taking the time today for being a guest on Parkinson's Recovery Radio.
1: Very well. Thank you for inviting me.
0: So for people that don't know about VLI, tell them all about what you do and who you are. Well, uh, I think
1: Maybe not everyone listening to this is familiar with uh, V-Light or photobiomodulation. It's a bit of a mouthful, but in essence, um, what it does is to deliver red and infrared light to the brain or targeted parts of your body to stimulate um, cellular response, you know, in a good way. So, what it does is get your cells to, you know, restore its normal function because it activates something called, you know, the mitochondria within the cells that's responsible for cellular energy. And more than that, it also modifies, you know, proteins and um, activates, you know, this some uh, transcription activity of your gene that can help with recovery. So that's, um, yeah, so it's device based. And V-Lite, if you Google around and do a little bit of research, you'll probably find more research coming out of V-Lite on what it does to the brain in this uh, photobiomodulation field. So uh, I'm here. I'm you know I'm glad that Robert has invited me. I think it's been quite a few years now, Robert. Um, So maybe it's time for a little bit of update. So uh, would you like to either continue or have a couple of questions to begin with?
0: Well, so I know that you are a pioneer for many reasons, and one of them is you have. 15 studies, research studies, that have actually uh, used the one or another of the VLI devices, and you have actually got research that's focused on individuals with neurological symptoms. Could you update members of my audience on all that's happening on those fronts? Yeah,
1: we have actually, um, I think we're disproportionately heavy on research as a small company, uh, our biggest uh, movement right now, I'd say. Of course, you know we, we're focusing on the brain, and we've got really strong data coming out of, uh, say, traumatic brain injury. There, there will be a number of papers that have been, you know, been written over the past two three years. People have been busy, but I think very soon you see some uh, big publication on the effects on traumatic brain injury. Uh, you might say, okay, this comes kind of related to Parkinson's, but it's not quite the same. But generally, uh, it is a neurological uh, problem. Uh, We have, over the years, published quite a lot on um, on neurodegenerative diseases, particularly on, say, Alzheimer's disease, dementia. Uh, We have been pretty strong in a number of other areas recently we got approval from health canada for treating acute covid 19 and at the moment we have a big clinical trial going on for brain fog in covid 19. so we've got data out of um yeah we, we do quite a, quite a bit of work on trying to understand the mechanisms underlying all these results we're getting like uh, experimenting on you know cellular studies looking at components of the cells uh, like microtubules and tubulins and stuff like that and living cells and what the effect of pulse frequencies are i think some of the results are we um we've got uh you know, some experiments done on Parkinson's. Um, we've got anecdotal, anecdotal data. We have, our device has been used in some publications for Parkinson's disease, particularly the V-Lite Uh And there are some pretty interesting results. So in the field of photobiomodulation, I say that the a few, it wasn't that long, maybe a couple of months ago, um, a clinical study was published in a high-impact journal called The Lancet. And it's not a big study, but I think the data was pretty good to be published in that particular journal to show that, okay, it's safe. Uh, it is promising in what it can do for Parkinson's. And, you know, Parkinson's is actually quite complicated. In my opinion, actually, it's more complicated than, say, Alzheimer's disease because the markers are not uh, very clear. There's quite a lot of theories going on. And I think up to today, uh, unlike Alzheimer's, okay, they've got this drug called the, the Camby that seems to work in reducing the a certain marker for Alzheimer's disease, which is the, you know, the the amyloid beta um, uh, markers. Uh, Parkinson's. I think there are a number of trials going on, and none has been pretty successful. Uh, you know, I see there are uh, clinical trials attacking specific molecules and genes, like uh, you know, alpha synuclein. Uh, which will develop in the Lewy body that affect Parkinson. Then there's the lrk 2 and PINK1. I think um, I think Biogen dropped. They dropped the clinical trial uh, use, uh, targeting um, alpha-synuclein. So there's quite a lot of discussion going on. In my opinion, uh, be, you know, just looking at the complexity of this of the disease. It is not one molecule. I think there are multiple genes involved. Um, So there are multiple pathways. So it's kind of like Alzheimer's disease where, uh, you know, the approved drug is not particularly clear in, although it seems to reduce the, the marker I mentioned about, it hasn't really been, you know, strong in reducing the, you know, the clinical symptoms. Like you know, like cognitive impairment and stuff like that. He hasn't really arrested arrested or or reversed uh the disease. It's just kind of slowed slowed the progression by maybe six months or so, um you know, and um or reduced the markers by you know, you know, twenty seven percent over eighteen months and stuff like that. Um uh, anyway, I, I I I draw a similarity with Parkinson's which uh, is a, you know, is, is got multiple, uh, pretty simply multiple causes, possibly. And attacking uh, one or two maybe is not, um, uh, you know, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just speaking with a, you know, with a, um, a somewhat partially educated, uh, opinion here. Uh, it may not be the right path, but, uh, there is the possibility of photobiomodulation, and I'm speaking experimentally, to help this because it is a single intervention that has multiple pathways. It may work because it attacks the fundamental um, at a fundamental level, which is really at cellular level, and you know going down to the. Um, to the, you know, the electron transport chain in the mitochondria that, that can affect this uh, protein expression in 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 the, having said that, um, it will be uh, dependent on the parameters like, okay, you know, it seems like when you use red and infrared light in photobiomodulation, you can attack um, at this fundamental level, say, restoring the, the health of the cells, the neurons, uh, maybe the nuclei that are that responsible for uh, the production of dopamine and, and stuff like that. But, but the effectiveness is going to be dependent on the wavelength, on the power on the way you pulse it, you know, pulse frequency, like whether it is let's say 10 times a second or 40 times a second, which is alpha or gamma, and stuff like that. So there's a little bit of work uh, to be done to refine, but uh, what's been used in the clinical studies that's been published, I would say generically, uh, it seems to have an effect Possibly for Parkinson's. So that's kind of a very long-winded, <laughs> uh, maybe too scientific way of describing it. But you know, I hope, I hope I give some kind of a flavor of what what is possible.
0: Oh, a spectacular review, Dr. Lim. So when people go onto the VLite website, they see a number of different devices, and all of them pretty much have this nasal applicator. Some people are confused about, well, why would you put the applicator up in your nose when you're using these devices? What is that all about? A good question, yeah.
1: Um, Do you know that access to the brain is better through the nose than from over the head? And here's the reason. Uh, While, you know, over your head there is this the scalp protecting your head, your hair, and, you know, you go through several layers of tissues before you reach the brain. Uh, in the nasal cavity, there is, you know, your the olfactory bulb, which is part of your brain, is directly accessible virtually. That's where your sense of smell is, you know, is, um, is, that's where the smell is detected. Um, that's where the senses are. So, so just think about it. So you need very little to reach the brain from the nose than say over the head, which is kind of intuitive, right? You say, okay, I'm trying to reach the brain, therefore I'll go go from the top. But the nose is actually a very effective way. And you know, if you if you think about the brain as a neuroscientist, you are actually reaching the subcortical area more easily. Uh, you know, which is You know, the subcortical areas are where the autonomic systems are, and that's where, actually, you know, including the midbrain area, it's where uh, the source of Parkinson's problems are. So, uh, and then we have a new device, the the Neuro. uh, You know, these clinical studies have been using the version, up to version 3. Now we have a version four with one additional module at the back of the head that that actually rests over the cerebellum and the cerebellum is is um, uh responsible for a lot of you know a lot of movements including uh even you know automatic movements too so uh, I think uh talking about you know improving your chances of um, dealing with in, uh, you know a disease like Parkinson's. Uh, and if you believe that photobiomodulation with red and infrared light has an effect, I think those locations improve the chances of a good outcome.
0: When a listener visits the Light website, they see a number of different devices. What device would you recommend for persons experiencing Parkinson's symptoms? Okay. Uh, okay, bear
1: with me while I try to be technical and, you know, try to explain why I would go for a certain device. You see, you might argue, as many um, Parkinson researchers do, the alpha synuclein deposits. Have a, um you know, they, they develop into Lewy body deposits, and the aggregation goes in Lewy body, and it actually impair uh, dopamine production as well as um, connectivity in your in your brain, and you know, leads to to a progression, uh, degeneration, and so on, so. So you might argue that you know in research you want to be able to uh, clear these deposits, and in Alzheimer's disease research, uh, it must be. I think it was first published in 2016 by MIT, showing that if you pulse light at gamma, which is 40 hertz, you can activate is um, uh, these brain cells called mic- microglia in you know, order to remove these deposits and therefore improve the functioning of the brain so they found that you know, this has been you know is' able to remove this you know um, amyloid beta deposits that's aggregated and it's kind of sticking on the brain so in in a similar vein we can Argue that, yeah, uh, the Lewy bodies are kind of sticking in the various parts of our brain and maybe st- sticking around the midbrain and, you know, around the substanti- subthalamic nucleus and so on, and it's co- causing um, blockage in the release of dopamine. And um, so, if that is drawing a parallel, if that's able to help re- remove these markers for Alzheimer's. It may be possible to do something similar for parkinson's disease, so this is kind of hypothetical. It needs to be proven out in big clinical studies. No one is really done it yet. Maybe we'll do that one day targeting it's you know looking at looking at the levels of these markers is completely feasible um and um, so, on top of yeah trying to find something that works in clinical outcomes, like whether we can remove, I know, reduce, um, movement disorder, um, we might be able to get to the source of the problem. Now, there's another way to look at it. You know, I have, uh, I've been talking about physio- biological, bi- biology and physiology here. Uh, Another way that we've been experimenting with photobiomodulation is to see how we can influence the brain wave patterns. Uh, something that you see in EEG, you know, you might have come across this EEG readings where you see the wavy lines. Uh, those are actually representative of the waveforms uh, that is going on in your brain. Now, we have some interesting anecdotal feedback, uh, quite dramatic actually. There's, you know, I don't normally like to talk about anecdotal because, okay, when you're used to clinical studies, you want to have you know statistical numbers and stuff. But some of these um, recoveries are actually so dramatic that you cannot ignore it. And this, in and a very recent case, was I think you might. I not know, I, I think there was a recording of a testimonial of a patient and her clinician. Uh, and she had over 10 years of Parkinson's in you know, the impact movement, and she couldn't do a lot of things. Uh, one session with a device that we have, okay, uh, Robert, I, never man- I haven't mentioned to you that we have a, another device that is a, our flagship device called the NeuroPro, where we are able to uh adjust you know we have more modules on the brain we can adjust the frequencies the power densities the connectivity and and, and this stuff you know uh, that is um actually of interest to researchers and mm-hmm. people who meditate at high, high level meditation um i don't may not be i may not have enough time to talk about that part of it but but well, the thing is, we experiment quite a lot with this. We do, we're doing EEG experiments and see how it affects. i will talking about meditators. So I'll, I'll say a little bit about that, you know, that area. We can see profound re- response from meditators' brains to this. You know, It changes their waveforms and they get into this um, um, more enlightened state. There's an altered state through when they hit a certain trigger. Now, having said that, um, so we do, we do you know, people do that, the practitioners experiment with it. And uh, uh, not too long ago, there was this patient that I've mentioned. Um, she, after one session, uh, she was over the moon. You know, she's, now she, she could do her gardening again. Uh, you know, a lot of her movement disorders have kind of, Really attenuated uh, dramatically. Now I'm just saying, okay, one case. Let's let's put all the weight on this particular case, but it it tells us that the you know there's possibility of this uh, happening. So she's not only one. I think we have a recording somewhere. If maybe if I find it, I'll send an email to you, Robert, and you can share it. Right. Um, but now talking about what we do on, for brainwave pattern, uh, particularly on the symptoms. We, there are two areas we can look at for, for Parkinson's. One is to speed up the, uh, cognitive processing and, just, you know, speed up the processing of the movement, whether it is, uh, you know, getting the balance between go and, and, and no go in, you know, um, in, in Parkinson's. And, um, uh, Uh, So that is one area. And another area we uh, another aspect is to look at the synchronization of different parts of your brain. So movement is not just speeding up, it's also getting the various parts of your brain to be better connected and to be in in synchrony. Now for speeding up, um, one thing if you look at the literature uh, it's kind of like like uh, Alzheimer's patients there is uh ten, you know technically speaking there's a low um low peak alpha call it you know the alpha at 10 12 8 to 12 hertz is not strong enough and the peak is quite low so we want to be able to train that to be higher and um, that will help in you know the uh, the, the speed of processing and speed of movement. Um, now there is the connectivity could help in the reaction, the, you know, the, uh, the in your balance is obviously, you know, the um, it all around, um, all around better level of brain functioning. So that is possible with training your waveforms um, and we saw that by doing it this way we may be able to see results now, the thing about this you know this is looking at treating the symptoms of like or expression of what's going on in your brain, so you may see pretty close uh, pretty quick response um, I think the combination with photobiomodulation on its own because photobiomodulation affects the physiology, which is what is going on in your cells, uh, which will then give you a longer longer term uh, outcome, you know, in doing this. So that's all hypothetical. We It's a good basis for us to look into saying, yeah, go ahead, try this. I'm not going to say Uh, whether it's going to work specifically for you. I'm speaking as a scientist. But the devices are all tested for safety. Um, In the U.S., they are categorized under this low-risk general wellness device category uh, without a medical claim attached to it. So uh, for your general well-being, this is fine. It's uh, at the worst case is not going to hurt you Uh, but you know we uh, we have seen quite a lot of interesting outcome that's what's driving us to do all these different clinical studies investigate further and see what we can do to help the human brain so that's uh, kind of like uh, you know a summary of what we are doing (laughs) uh Robert, I am, I'm probably missing out something, but do you have any, do you have further questions?
0: Listeners might want to know about the frequency of use of one of the Vialite devices. If a person is experiencing neurological challenges, would you recommend that they use the device once a day, twice a day, once every other day, or every three days? What would be the recommended frequency of use? Well, put it this way, If
1: you have, uh, if, you know, this this whole idea about photobiomodulation is to restore the cells into a a balanced state of homeostasis. So if your cells uh, are are undergoing what we call oxidative stress, you know, like you do intensive exercise, your cells are not functioning properly uh it is while doing you know processing there's a build up of free radicals uh in the cells. The it seems to respond based on you know what the works the work that's been published in the past. It seems the the cell seems to respond better. So the further you're away from this bad state the more it will respond. Now if you're suffering from uh, cognitive impairments and you know like brain injury, traumatic brain injury. I feel that it is okay to do uh, more than a, say a high functioning person. A high functioning person is not uh, going to respond as much. Maybe you know a little at a time, but it helps to um, build res- resilience in in the brain. So it helps. It's kind of like prophylaxis or preventative. So for the healthy guy, for someone who is undergoing something or athletes, you know, going uh, in competition or, uh, you know, uh, in in high, highly intense games, so they go through oxidative stress, they can do once a day or more than once a day. For normal people, once every two days, three days seems to be fine. Uh, usually, if you don't overdo it, like, you know, you keep, you think you've experienced or something positive, and you keep doing and doing and doing it, uh, you might create a plateauing or negative response because, you know, part of the mechanisms in this field is that it actually produces some measure of free radicals which kind of stimulate, you know, the response in your brain or your body. So too much of it, as you can imagine, you know, you build up too much free radicals, body is not your brain is not given enough time to clear that Um, so that's not a good thing so in summary you you know if you if your if your brain is stressed you're undergoing you have a disorder it's okay to do once a day i think generally that's fine uh if you're doing twice a day i'll say you know uh, nowadays we generally recommend using the alpha and the gamma uh, and we have a, a device called a neuroduo that you can you can switch by pressing a button from one to the other. And I say that um, you, you know the alpha, when you close your eyes, you, you know, and do nothing, you put it on, put it at ten Hertz, which is alpha. uh you actually strengthen a network in your brain called the default mode network and that is associated with Parkinson's and Alzheimer's and a bunch of other uh, neurological conditions. So this is the default mode network. And then uh, that kind of helped to establish that and it's stimulating. But then I did, I did say that, uh, you know, sometimes uh, practitioners use it to prime. To prime the brain for another treatment like neurofeedback practitioners, or you can even prime the brain to you know for a more effective treatment maybe not in the same session but maybe at a different part of the day or the next day uh it can help it help with the clearing of deposits it can help with connectivity and uh, and uh, you know. Stuff like that. So, so both the alpha and the gamma helps in combination, and that's why we, you know, our devices are designed like that. Some people just want the alpha. Okay, we have the alpha. Some people just want the gamma. Uh, we have the gamma. Um, so that's uh, kind of, you know, why we have so many products, you know, in in our portfolio. Uh, you mentioned vagus nerve stimulation. We have that because it, um, you know, when you stimulate a vagus nerve, the idea is to calm the system if you have anxiety, if you have an overactive immune problem. Um, the, you know, the past research says that if you can stimulate the vagus nerve, you can get that particular effect. Actually, this is the device that has been approved by Health Canada to treat uh, acute COVID-19 because, you know, COVID-19 at an advanced stage actually uh, identifies with overactive immune system. So that is, you know, kind of touching on uh, different devices now. So Robert. Um, yeah i hope that kind of uh, you know my i'm delving into uh, a lot of scientific things and biological things you know, i hope hopefully it gives a flavor
0: of uh, what we're trying to achieve a very rich flavor indeed there's also a device i know that in a previous interview you had some discussions about called the x plus which can be used to uh, actually uh, apply that onto the digestive system could you talk a little oh, yeah, bit yeah. about oh, that okay. particular I... device
1: Right, right. Uh, okay, I, I got, I mischaracterized our, our device. Actually, I was referring to the X-Plus that was um, I used to treat the immune system respiratory and that was approved by Health Canada. The Vegas actually is a very brand new device that we are also introducing um, to, to, you know, to stimulate the vagus nerve to calm the immune system too. And the athletes use it to increase the heart rate variability. If you're into that, you know, you can Google what heart rate variability is for those who uh, are not familiar. Um, that it's, that helps with uh, actually calming your system, but in the meantime, uh, priming it for, you know, for better performance. Uh, I apologize. I, 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 I mixed the X-Plus with the vagus nerve stimulation device. <laughs> I was,
0: you know, was excited to see you. Okay, <laughs> I was so excited to see your invention of the Vegas because I know many people with Parkinson's symptoms have severe challenges with anxiety, which of course exacerbates yeah. their yeah. symptoms.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Many members of my audience, of course, uh, like myself, I think, uh, would like to see results quickly. So, if we have a headache. We want to take an aspirin. We want the headache to go away. So, if they begin to using these devices. Uh, What would you say ought to be the expectation that they need to use it for several months before they should be able to celebrate some shift in how they feel, or would it be more immediate?
1: Well, we, you know, we have reports of pointing immediately. So, and, but I have to say, on the other hand, for some people using the device for the first time because they're more sensitive uh they experience a temporary headache, so, so I say that you know um uh, the something like the you know like mentioned the vagus nerve simulation device can help because that's what you know this literature is saying that you if you simulate a vagus nerve, you can have a migraine and um actually, there is a electronic based vagus nerve simulation device um that that's FDA approved for, a, a think, for a claim on um, cluster headaches or migraine. So that's what that here's the proposition. I've I've got uh, people who come back and said, yeah, those um, even the neurons seems to help with the headache as well. Says, that is a little bit more unpredictable. I say the vagus nerve stimulation device will be more predictable in helping with headaches.
0: Interesting. So if a family, let's say, has a mom, a dad, and a daughter who is in college, and the mom has currently experiencing Parkinson's symptoms, could all the members of the family use the device that would have been acquired from you? Yeah, yeah,
1: of course. We... So, like, you know, I said, the common denomination in photobiomodulation devices are that they are safe. Um, We have, um, we have like 100, at least 100,000 devices out in the market and and hardly anybody reports of any serious side effect. We've done clinical studies and, you know, this is one of the expectation out of this, this modality it doesn't it doesn't produce serious side effects. So that's one thing that's safe. Okay, that is just the base and and of and then there are in the literature, not just our devices and among others too. Uh there are reports of, you know, improved cognition and mental processing. Um it is very evident among say high functioning brains of meditators, they get into this higher state. Um we yeah I I think um, if particularly if you have some kind of impairment there is assume so you know so many um, can talk about uh, too many brain injury that's very serious and got you know that has led to something called CTE uh, chronic traumatic encephalopathy which is really uh, progressive. It's almost like Alzheimer's disease or or dementia. You get into a progressive decline. Uh, Yeah, uh, you know, Boston University published a paper last year showing that ex-athletes with this problem have improved. I mean, they restored from a really uh, loss of control of behavior and impairments, and be pretty normal. I I can... I in quote a name, Larry Carr, C-A-R-R. You can Google him. He's now a uh, professor, excuse me, professor at the University of Utah. And uh, he was, a, you know, a, a Brigham Young a University, a college level. He is a, he's in the Hall of Fame. So he has, you know, he tells about, he talks about his, his recovery in his blog, his, you know, in recorded videos and stuff like that. So, um yeah if you have impairment you, you know i think there is this possibility and we will know more because where he is right now we're doing uh not us but they are doing a number of studies using our device to look at the outcomes for traumatic brain injury so that's one comment. of you're normal i think it keeps you healthy um it uh you it may you know it'll probably uh, there's a good chance of improving your mental acuity. So um, yeah, in the worst case, no harm. You know, best case, who knows? Maybe something very good.
0: It sounds like a reason for the explosion of research on using photobiomodulation, not only by you but by other researchers, is that the results have been very encouraging.
1: Yeah, and I, I tell you was lacking. Uh, what's lacking is really big uh, clinical trials that you know get approved by the FDA and adopted by the mainstream uh, medical community. Now, any clinical trial with a device, as opposed to a drug, is really very hard to do because the bar is set where you have to do a control study and you have you need two groups an active group, and the other group is uh, a sham, you know. A sham is a device that fool you to think that it's working, but actually it's not really working. Um And uh, that's really hard to do for a device. Drug, you can pop in a sugar pill and you can't tell the difference, but, you know, a device is a big problem. And they are very expensive to do. They, yeah, you you know, um yeah, there is a uh, a uh, company that uh, that came out of MIT research, they have, oh my God, I think they have raised 128 million in total to to device-based. This is the 40 years I'm t- telling you about. Um, and, you know, for Alzheimer's disease, it is, they, uh, uh, good luck to them, you know, I wish them all the best. You're entering to phase two so it's not, you know, it's expensive proposition. Not a lot of people can do it. Mm. So um, yeah, but we need, you know, to get uh, mainstream medicine or us getting to mainstream medicine is is uh, something we hope to achieve. But in the meantime, uh, the good thing is because they are safe, um, you know, you can purchase. Ours or other devices just online on a website. Um, you know, we in our case we don't put anything out anything out there out out in the market without uh, basing on research, basing on uh, measuring. You know, we want to have certain parameters, particularly in power density. Uh, we even develop our own engineer, our own LED, and most people just buy off the shelf. So, uh, yeah, we invest quite a lot in trying to get things right. And uh, ultimately, we don't want it to be just left in the clinic. We want it to be portable, uh, hopefully affordable and for home use. So everybody can
0: use it. Dr. Lim, I think when we first started interviewing you, it's been six years plus now, and to see oh. the developments of Vealite have been absolutely spectacular for me. <laughs> you clearly are the gold standard when it comes to developing photobiomodulation devices and research as well, so I just want to tip my hat to the incredible accomplishments you've made at Veolite.
1: Well, thank you for saying that.
0: Now, the audience for Parkinson's recovery is global. Do you ship your devices to countries like Great Britain or Australia or China or India?
1: Yeah, we ship
0: all over the world,
1: um, except for China. Actually, we had some negative experience, uh, not a fault of the you know the consumers, but you know we uh, we found that our devices were copied in so, so, we need, so we needed some control over that. Um, actually, we hold I hold patents in China for our devices, um, but uh, I think we're not big enough to defend ourselves when it comes to a situation like this. Despite you know, I actually hold the, the most number of patents in this field for uh, using photobiomodulation to treat the brain. But uh, yeah, we 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 basically ship all over the world other than china
0: and then also what warranty is available on your devices if people decide to get them
1: there is a 1 year manufacturer warranty if anything goes wrong we'll you know repair or generally we just replace them there is a 6 months no question to ask 80% money back if you you don't think it helps you um you don't like it whatever uh you, you know we'll just give you an 80% refund so the risk is really low um you know and we have very little return it is just it is very little i i just i just don't know the number it's like less 2 or 4% or something like that and hopefully people are happy with it and that's the reason for it. Well, I
0: can testify to that, yeah. Dr. Lim, people, people yeah, in my audience. And there are hundreds and hundreds of people who have acquired one of your devices uh, have reported back to me uh, spectacular results. So I'm so glad you are doing the work that you are actually doing. It really is having an amazing result uh, for many people in my audience who really are running out of options for how they can celebrate symptom relief.
1: Great! I'm here. To, I'm here. I'm glad to hear it. Uh, I hope we we support you well with our customer service. If you have problems, and oh, uh, I yeah. have
0: to say, I I just want to say too here, I have heard so many spectacular reports from members of my audience who have called up your customer service individuals, and have reported such wonderful contact with them. Uh, people report that that they get all their questions answered, that that all of your staff are extremely helpful uh, and are there for them. And so you, you, you your company is just absolutely <laughs> incredible. You are one of a kind, Dr. Lamb. Well, thank you for saying that.
1: I'm going to report this to the customer service. They are, <laughs> they are, they are, oh, they are among do. the most uh, hardworking and stressed people in the company, you know, they
0: you know they they deserve to hear something like this. Oh, I know. Well, they really do. And again, I haven't heard just one report, but many from members of my audience. Well, so what's up uh, for like here in the future? What are the plans uh, that are in the making that we don't know about?
1: Okay. So we are, although we have made great strides, as you said, uh, Robert. We want to to drive it further. So we're looking into, now here's the thing, you know, all brains are different. Even if you have, say, Parkinson's, as you probably know, the expression of the symptoms are different and, and so on. And the brains vary from, you know, time to time. Now, what we're trying to do is to personalize as much as possible, and we're doing it by introducing artificial intelligence. Um, that is, you know, we, okay, we pick up the signals of what the brain is looking like, uh, the profile, and then we do, you know, feed it back to a system. We, then we use it to decide on the, uh, the right protocol. The protocol involves, you know, um, having a set of parameters like uh, the position where the light should be delivering, where it should be be synchronized uh what what power density uh stuff like that, so we do that, and then we look at the results, okay, it seems to be changing this this seems to be the right direction, then we do a close loop you know until we try to reach maybe we don't get ultimate optimum outcomes, but hopefully we get much better outcomes, so that's the direction that we're going in. Um, it is new. I personally hold a patent for uh, artificial intelligence in photobiomodulation too. So we, hopefully, our team knows uh, what we're talking about here. Um, it wouldn't be a something that we can achieve in one or two years. You know, it's probably going to take three, four, five years to come to a stage where uh, the outcomes are going to be significant. But in the meantime, uh, we will continue to promote um, the field, and I think it is under, under-recognized for what the possibilities are. But, you know, we've got to do our work, we've got to do our research, we've got to continue to experiment and to do our clinical studies.
0: That future is truly exciting to me. I believe you also have a newsletter that comes out at least once a month where you discuss your new developments so people can sign up for that, I'm guessing.
1: Yeah, um we have uh yeah, members of the team that's doing that and I think he's coming out regularly. You know, we, everybody is so busy, so you know, we've got things to say but we don't have we don't have time to <laughs> To do it uh, I used to do for a while, and I say, Okay, it's overwhelming me, but uh what i you know might do is i'm I'm pushed by my you know uh, my team member to say, hey, you really gotta go out there and say a bit more. I do a lot of presentations as you can see you know, you Google my name and YouTube and you see quite a, quite a quite a bit, but they're not um they're not regular updates, so so we might I might do like a very short blog, maybe I don't know several times a month, um, connected to my LinkedIn account. So we're we'll working on that. It might come up pretty soon, actually. let say's short snippets of what's going on. Um, maybe we sh- you know maybe we should be expanded beyond LinkedIn because LinkedIn is a quite a restricted um, you know uh, number of people in the network so we will we'll see um, yeah that is hopefully you get more news out there but watch out for uh, I'm most interested in scientific publications because it is peer-reviewed you will go through you know rigorous review so you you have to know what you're talking about and uh and they're all substantiated so i've got uh a couple that are you know that are in the works right now depending but it's not just us you know i know utah is you know, on the verge of publishing a few too and uh, some other people uh, i think brigham young is got one coming up um anyway i don't know fully what's going on out there <laughs> Well, <laughs> I'm glad, you know, researchers are really using our devices to try to see what, what they can achieve.
0: Well, it's very clear to me that you are having a huge impact on researchers since when I actually do research uh, investigations on how many studies are being done uh, using photobiomodulation devices, many of them yours, it's incredible to see how many researchers are doing this work. So you are an inspiration to many, many thousands of people who are looking at ways to help people get well from chronic conditions that don't really have any other solutions. So for your wonderful work and for the leadership that you've had there in the Via Light Company, I just wanna say on behalf of all members of my audience, thank you from the bottom of our hearts.
1: Well, thank you for saying that. Yeah, if if, uh, anyone wants more information, it's just pretty easy, go to the website I think there is, you know, I'm guilty of not checking the website too often, but I know there is, you know, there's quite a lot of uh, link to papers that have been published, not just our devices, just, you know, uh, photobiomodulation field. Not everything because the field is really big. There are many, many research papers, but those that are kind of, well, i say probably using our devices uh, so you get a good understanding of, you know, um, this field.
0: That website then is spelled as follows, veolite.com. That is V-I-E-L-I-G-H-T dot C-O-M. Dr. Lynn, thank you so much for taking the time to be a guest on Parkinson's Recovery Radio. Uh, it is such a thrill for me to be able to hear all the wonderful progress that you're making with the photobiomodulation research studies that you've been doing and the devices that you've been inventing.
1: Thank you. Well, thank you for inviting me. Maybe it would not be it that long, long time.
0: Art- <laughs> oh, really? Well, especially now that you've got this new initiative that obviously I nor anyone else knew about, which is a sort of adding artificial intelligence. Talking about a pioneer, you are a true pioneer in terms of leading the field in directions that nobody else has thought about. Thank you. And that's what's happening here on the shores of the, you guessed it, Puget Sound, where all the women are smart, all the men are, of course, handsome, and all of the children are profoundly loved know that by virtue of the fact that you have listened to this amazing discussion from Dr. Lou Lem from D.L.I.P., that indeed you are traveling down the road to recovery using your own wisdom, your own good gut instincts on what kind of choices are the best choices for you to be able to celebrate symptom relief. Thank you so much for being an interesting party, party in the work that we do here at Parkinson's Recovery. I'm Robert Rogers, your host. Thanks so much for joining us.
2: Thank you. Can I give you 30 bucks to lean into your decision to start working out and eating better? I'm Carl, co-founder of Body. That's B-O-D-I. And right now, if you sign up for a one-year subscription to Body, I'll give you an instant $30 discount. That's 59% off. Look, I know it's not easy to get fit and lose weight, especially if you're trying to figure it out by yourself. But we make it simple. Just follow a program for 20 to 30 minutes day by day and lose 5 to 10 pounds a month. We have over 120 programs that have been tested tested and proven to work and almost 300,000 five-star reviews in the app store to prove it. Body also has complete eating plans and thousands of healthy delicious recipes. So stop guessing and start seeing results with Body. And let me give you a $30 instant discount right now so you save big on the app that CNN underscored named best fitness app. So don't wait. Sign up for a year of Body and get a $30 instant discount to save 59%. Just go to body.com. That's body with an i.com.